podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hi folks, welcome to another Friday episode of the 59th Minute FPL Podcast for Game Week 32, which is powered by Fantasy Football Scout. I'm Mark McGettigan, you'll find me on Twitter at FPL General. I'm hitting the record button Friday afternoon as always, just as the pressers are finishing up. The FPL deadline is today, 6.30pm UK time. Don't get caught out. That's 90 minutes before Arsenal versus Southampton kicks off. Hopefully we get some team news before the deadline for that one. It will be very useful for free hitters. It's a blank game week for Man City, Brighton... Man United and Chelsea due to the FA Cup semi-finals which take place on Saturday and Sunday and like many others my free hit chip is active for the weekend to navigate those blanks so I'll give you my latest free hit squad towards the end of the podcast I'll also round up the pressers answer 10 questions from Twitter have a look at captaincy and like I said talk you through that latest free hit draft A quick run through A to Z of team news ahead of Gaming 32. First stop is Arsenal. Michael Arteta confirmed that Saka will remain on penalties, so good news for his owners. Saliba will miss out again. There seems to be some confusion over Zinchenko. There was a few comments from Arteta that said Zinchenko's injury needs some time to heal, but then he was pictured in the training photograph. So like I said, a bit of uncertainty there on Zinchenko. I've seen a few free hitters thinking about Kieran Tierney. I would just play it safe, go for Ben White or go for Gabriel, just in case Zinchenko makes an appearance. At Aston Villa, nothing new, so Cash, Kamara, Coutinho and Bailey remain on the sidelines. At Bournemouth, Gary O'Neill is hoping Vina will be available following a back injury, but Traore is still out. Nothing of note at Brentford, there's no games for Brighton or Chelsea in the Premier League at least. Nothing new at Crystal Palace either. At Everton, Calvert-Lewin is in the thinking, according to Sean Dyche, having played 70 minutes in a friendly midweek, so we could see Calvert-Lewin make a rare start. Onana is pushing for a return, but Seamus Coleman is likely to miss out. Next stop is Fulham. Dan James cannot face his parent club Leeds. Leeds themselves, Nonto is available, so hopefully we see him back on the pitch. Very exciting player. At Leicester City, Harvey Barnes is expected to miss out again, and Ricardo Pereira is definitely out. At Liverpool, there was a few comments from Klopp on rotation. Now, this is more, I think, for the next couple of weeks rather than this game in particular. So, the comments were, in the next two weeks, we have five games. So, yes, there will be changes. So, I wouldn't read too much into that line. Yes, there will be changes for this week because, like I said, I think that's more so just that Klopp is basically saying he will make changes but over the course of the next two weeks when there is five games you never know there might be one or two changes this weekend but I don't think that should impact your thinking especially if you're on the free hits you know whichever three you're thinking about going for I don't think you need to change your mind good news possibly for the likes of Gakpo because Bobby Firmino has been ruled out so at least that's one less rotation risk Firmino is out this weekend and he's likely to miss the next three league matches. No game for Manchester City or Manchester United. 
Nothing of notes at Newcastle. Nottingham Forest goalkeeper Dean Henderson may not feature again this season due to injury, so Navas will keep his place. At Southampton, Adams and Salisu remain out, and Maitland-Niles cannot face Arsenal because he's on loan. At Tottenham, Longley could feature following injury. He is a slight doubt for the game, but he could be back. West Ham, nothing of note, but they did play Thursday night, and Moy said he needs to evaluate those players, but no injuries picked up, at least none reported. And finally, at Wolves, Diego Costa should be okay after picking up a big knock last weekend. So that's the team news. Hopefully that helps you finalise your decisions today. Time to answer 10 questions now. I'll try and keep these quick fire, given the deadline is very, very soon. First one is from Ryan. Very simple question. Jota versus Gakpo. And Ryan also asks, is Gabriel Jesus a minute's risk with a City game just a few days away? So first of all, on... Jesus being a possible minutes risk. I don't think that's too much of a concern because I had a look at Arsenal's schedule and it's quite spread out over the next week. There is a midweek round of Premier League matches coming up, but Arsenal play tonight, Friday. Then they don't play until Wednesday. And then it's not until the following Tuesday. So Friday, Wednesday, Tuesday. Loads of space between games. So Gabriel Jesus is, I think he's fine. Yes, he's had an injury recently. Trossard's always an option. But like I said earlier, I think there's a very good chance we could get an Arsenal team leak before the deadline. So if you can be on Twitter, you know, between six o'clock and half six this evening, be there, keep an eye out. You never know, we might get something. That would be very helpful especially for people like myself on free hit, because let's say we found out Jesus wasn't starting and Trossard was. I think that's a very easy switch to make on a free hit. On the Jota versus Gakpo question, I like Gakpo more. A couple of reasons. I think being a midfielder in FPL is more attractive because there's so many good strikers this week. You've got Kane, Jesus, Tony, Watkins... Isaac, Solanke, loads and loads of good strikers to choose from. Not as many attractive midfielders, and that's why I like Gakpo more than Jota. I also feel like Gakpo's minutes are slightly more secure. This is a dangerous thing to say when Klopp has said there could be changes over the next week or two. But Jota's just back from you know a pretty big injury. And I think if there's any player's minutes that might be managed a bit more, I think it's Jota rather than Gakpo. But then, you know, I'll throw a a curveball here as well. I do fancy Darwin to start. You know, he didn't start the last game. I don't see any reason why he wouldn't come back in for this, you know, plum home game to try and get his confidence levels back as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if Darwin starts. The question is then who drops out? Is it Gakpo? Is it Jota? Is it someone else? So Liverpool attack feels a little bit tricky aside from Salah, which is why I'm leaning towards Robertson as my third Liverpool pick. But certainly Jota versus Gakpo I would put Gakpo number one, probably Jota number two, and Darwin number three. But I think it's quite close for me between Jota and Darwin. Question from Darren Coates. Why is Emi Martinez in goal so overlooked on free hit? Yeah, I'm not seeing Emi Martinez in too many of the drafts that are popping up on my Twitter. I think Johnston, the Crystal Palace goalkeeper, seems to be the overwhelming pick for free hitters because he plays a pretty toothless Everton attack. I think the, one of the main reasons why Martinez has been overlooked is Watkins is number one pick. I think Moreno is probably number two pick from Villa. And Jacob Ramsey is probably number three. So Martinez is down the pecking order when it comes to Aston Villa picks. Also had a look. I don't love the fixture 
because it's Brentford away for Aston Villa. And in 15 home games this season, Brentford have only failed to score on two occasions. And that was against Chelsea and Arsenal. So I'm not overly keen on Aston Villa defensive picks this week because I do fancy Brentford to score. So I think I'm going to swerve Martinez and Moreno. But on the flip side... Had a look at, at you know Aston Villa's numbers. Emi Martinez does have six clean sheets in his last eight games, so something's got to give. You know Brentford usually score at home. Martinez is racking up the clean sheets, so it's going to be interesting to see how that one plays out. Question from Sean Henderson: The sun must be getting to me here in Scotland because I've got triple Villa on my free hit. Am I crazy? Yes, we've actually enjoyed a rare few days of sunshine up here, which is not helping us with our free hit decisions. I don't think I don't think Triple Villa is crazy. If you back Villa to beat Brentford and you think there's a decent chance of a clean sheet there, then I think it's absolutely fine to go for it. And I think that would be the ideal triple up for me. Watkins, Jacob Ramsey and Moreno. But if you are going for Moreno and you're happy with your other midfielders, if you're backing Moreno for a clean sheet, why not double down and get Martinez as well? Because if you go Moreno-Martinez, that will be a bit of a differential on the free hit. Question from Keith Masters. With everyone looking at Olise and Eze, could Jordan Ayew be a good differential this week? I find it hard to recommend Jordan Ayew. If you've been playing FPL for as long as I have, we've been there. We've got the t-shirt. It wasn't a very nice t-shirt. We don't wear the t-shirt anymore. And I do think Eze and Olise are better options. But... Maybe if you can't afford Eze and Elise, I was slightly cheaper. He is a midfielder as well. That was something I learned this week. I presumed he might have been a forward. Ayu is a 5.2 million midfielder. I had a quick look in the Fantasy Football Scout members area as well. Under the three games since Hodgson has come back for XGI, which is expected goal involvement, Ayu is actually on top out of these three players, but it is pretty close. Ayu 1.75, Olise 1.53, Eze 1.41. So I think all three are fine, but I would probably rank them Eze 1, Olise 2, Ayu 3. Question from Testimony Okpawa. What a great name that is. Best defenders on the free hit, aside from the Liverpool and Arsenal ones. So yeah, I think defence is the trickiest part for free hitters this week. Trent is a must-have. Question then is, do you go Trippier or do you back Harry Kane to score against them? Do you go Kane and Trippier? Not so sure I like that idea, but it's absolutely fine to do so. Both players could score well if they both get attacking returns. Defence is tricky. I think Trippier is a good pick, but I'm tempted to gamble against it. I think Fabian Scher is always a decent pick because his you know, attacking potential is so high. It's It's up there with the best in the league, might be the best in the league in terms of shots in the box, goal attempts in the box and all that kind of stuff. And I do fancy Newcastle to beat Tottenham. So I think if you're going for Trippier, you don't get much from him because most other people will have him. So maybe you double up with, with Fabian Scher as well and you hope they combine. You know, Trippier corner, Fabian Scher header into the back of the net is the ideal scenario. So Trippier, Scher are options. Moreno away to Brentford if you fancy Villa. I think a Crystal Palace defender is fine as well at home to Everton, but I'm quite reluctant to double up on the Crystal Palace defence. I'm probably going to go Johnson as my goalkeeper, so I'm not overly keen on a double up. So, yeah, there's not much out there. And because there's not much out there, that has me leaning towards Trent, Robertson and Ben White. I think a lot of people are going to go triple Arsenal attack. 
but I feel like we might be overthinking it a wee bit. I feel like there's good defensive picks staring us right in the face in Robertson and Ben White, who both have really good home fixtures. And because I don't love any of the other defenders out there, and I might want to gamble against Trippier, I feel like there's loads of good strikers, so I can probably go without Jesus. There's plenty of midfield options out there as well. Again, I'm trying to simplify it. I'm trying to go back to my first draft at the start of the week, which had Trent and Robertson. And I think Ben White was, was there or thereabouts as well. I feel like you can get a really good defence with Robertson, Trent and Ben White and still have good picks in midfield and attack. So I think I'm going to end up going down that approach of a kind of a balanced squad across all three positions rather than going top-heavy on Liverpool and Arsenal attack and then having to get, you know, Aston Villa defenders, Crystal Palace defenders and stuff like that. So that's where I'm at. I'm not overly keen on the defenders outside of Liverpool and Arsenal. Question from Andrew Sands. Andrew Sands is on a free hit. Have all the familiar faces. Is it bonkers to consider captaining Gakpo over Salah? And given the choice, would you triple captain Gakpo or double captain Salah? So I do think it's crazy not to captain Salah this week. I just think it's very obvious given his recent form, given the fixture, given his minutes seem to be a lot more safe than the others. I think Salah is a shoe-in for captaincy this week. I don't think we should overthink it. In terms of triple captain or regular captain, if you still got your triple captain chip, you keep it for double game week 34. Uh, for example, Salah that week, if you're not bench boosting in double game week 34, Salah plays Tottenham at home and Fulham at home. Two home games rather than one this week. So I would hold on to the triple captain if you still have it for 34 if you're not playing another chip that week. Gakpo, I think he's a good pick this week, but feels slightly risky to me to captain him. Next question is from Graham. Graham says, I'm hearing so much talk about free hit this week. However, I have 10 players playing and planning to free hit in game week 34 to maximise the double game week. Does this strategy make sense or am I missing something? You're absolutely not missing something. It will feel like everybody is free hitting this week if you use social media or fantasy football forums. But if free hit 34 is the right approach for your squad, then absolutely go for that. Don't, whatever you do, don't activate your free hit late in the day today just because you see everyone else doing it. If you have 10 players, even if you have 9 players, you've got a good squad, you've got a good captain, you know, free hitting 34 could prove to be a lot better than free hit in game week 32. As always, very team dependent. But make sure it's your decision. Don't follow the crowd into the free hit. Question from FPL Gem. Which defender to buy this week if you are not using free hit? It's got to be Trent, I think. I know it might be tricky financially. But Liverpool are top of the fixture ticker until game week 38. Their next, their fixtures between, between now and the end of the season read Forest, West Ham, Tottenham, Fulham. Brentford, Leicester, Villa, Southampton. Very, very good fixtures for Liverpool. Get Trent if you can afford him. Question from Jaideep Vaidya. I have nine starters for blank game week 32 and one free transfer. Planned a free hit in 34. I'm definitely getting Salah this week, but I will have to choose between Trent and Jesus to avoid too many hits. Who is more essential? Also, am I mad to consider a minus eight? despite having a free hit in hand. So on the minus eight, first of all, don't worry about taking a minus four or minus eight this week. If you think free hit 34 is better, I wouldn't free hit just to avoid the minus eight because, again, I think a couple of hits is fine to try and keep pace with those on free hit this week and then you hope that 34 is a big one for yourself. 
Who's more essential, Trent or Jesus? I would go Trent just for you know security of minutes and better fixtures for the rest of the season as well. Jesus can always come off after 60 or 70 minutes for a Trossard. There probably will be games where Jesus doesn't start either. Um, could be tonight, who knows? So yeah, I would go Trent over Jesus and I wouldn't mind the hits. Final question is from Stephen Hunt. I hope this is the Stephen Hunt who used to play for Reading and Ireland. I'm sure he was in my FPL team at one point. I'm wildcarding in 33 to bench boost in 34. I can get to nine players with my free transfer this week. Is it worth a minus four to get to 10? I have Salah, Trent, Martinelli, Saka, White and Tony. So it seems like I have enough. Yeah, I think if you're if you're wildcarding next week, it doesn't feel fantastic to take, take a minus four. But you've got to think when you've only got nine starters, the minus four is more like a minus two as long as that player comes in you know, plays over 60 minutes and doesn't get booked. So I would be quite open to a hit, maybe even two hits this week, if you're open to kind of, you know, worst case scenario, minus two on both of those. I say worst case scenario, as long as they don't get a hat-trick of own goals and, and get sent off and do a John Walters on you. But you've got the key picks there, like I mentioned. But again, I think a hit or two would be fine to get to 10 or 11, even if you are wildcarding next week. Moving on now to captaincy and the latest free hit squad. Captaincy, first of all, like I said, I think it's straightforward this week. Mo Salah at home to Nottingham Forest. I am not looking past that. I am not considering anyone else. If you are considering something else or if you don't own Salah, which I know is the case for a lot of people who are not on a free hit this week, Arsenal's probably the next best place to go. You know, any one of Saka, Martinelli, Odegaard or Jesus at home to Southampton is pretty good for captaincy as well. I do fancy Saka to bounce back after his penalty miss, I'm expecting a big performance from him. The latest free hit draft is looking like... Now, this is definitely subject to change because I think... I'm, what I've kind of come to realise this week is I hate free hit week because you could tinker and tinker and tinker and have 10, 15, 20 drafts and no matter what happens this weekend... There will be a player or two players or three players who go big, who are not in your team, who were definitely in some of your tinkers. So don't stress too much over the free hit. If you're on it, I, th- I would say try and lock it in soon. Don't be tinkering close to the deadline. Although do, do keep an eye on Arsenal team news. Maybe have a draft with a Trossard in it. Maybe have a draft with a Jesus in it. Just so you can adjust if we get some team news. You know, Have a plan in place rather than trying to panic last minute. My current draft is Johnson and goal, a strong defence on paper of Trent, Robertson and Ben White, a midfield of Salah, Saka, Martinelli, and the fourth midfield spot is up for grabs, 7.9 million to spend, and the front three, Tony, Watkins and Harry Kane. So going for Harry Kane, gambling against Watkins, sorry, not Watkins, gambling against Trippier, hoping Kane wipes the Trippier clean sheet and Trippier doesn't get any attack in return. Dangerous thing to do. He's got high ownership, but I feel like it's okay to do something like that in one week. I just find it very hard to go against Kane, but I am very much in the camp of, do I go Trippier or do I go Kane? And if I do flip Kane back out and bring Trippier back in, I think I'll double down and get Isaac as well in place of Harry Kane. So there's plenty of tinkering still to do in the next couple of hours. I can't afford Madison for the fourth midfield spot. He's probably the one I would have went for. If I had 0.2 million more. So the options are. Do we just play Andreas Pereira. Who could have penalties. Who plays Leeds. He's going to be on a lot of benches this week. 
Could it be a 10-pointer stuck on a lot of benches? Could be a differential just to start him and hope he delivers. You know, his shot numbers are very good recently anyway. Jared Bowen's an option, but I don't like that West Ham played Thursday night. You've got Eze, you've got Elise. I'm not going to get Ayu. If I go a Palace midfielder, it probably will be Eze. Then you've got Jacob Ramsey as an option at Aston Villa as well. So if I stick with this 3-4-3 formation, it's a really difficult decision for the fourth midfielder. What would solve all of my problems would be getting used at Trossard plays because if he does, he goes into that fourth midfield, fourth midfield position along with Sack and Martinelli. So Ben White would probably come out then and Jesus would come out or Jesus wouldn't make it in there either. So like I said, there's a few things up in the air here with that free hit, but that gives you an idea of where I'm leaning with about three hours or four hours to go. Best of luck for the game week, folks, especially to my fellow free hitters and have a great weekend. I'll be back on Monday to review the game week and look ahead to game week 33. So make sure you hit subscribe and leave a review if you get a chance. If you enjoy the podcast and you'd like to support me as a full-time FPL content creator, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash FPL general where you'll get lots of extra FPL content each week. Or you can simply buy me a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash FPL general. Wishing you all a big green hour this weekend and I'll talk to you on Monday. Podcast Network.